0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Bandwagon. Ryan Michaels here with your boy Chip Tiernan. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you see what that sound is? That's the sound of the Eagles losing yet again, and you know, not just losing, but they were routed by the Saints, getting embarrassed. Mark Ingram two touchdowns. Drew Brees over what three hundred and fifty yards. It's embarrassing. You know, To think that this team won a Super Bowl last year is embarrassing. I can't comprehend the fact that we're able to suck this much. And I get it. We're injured. There's a lot of us down. But for the love of God, keep the game in reach. Losing by 20 is a lot different than losing by well, double, triple, quintuple your score. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just mad. As everyone else is. I don't know what to do. I can't sit on Sunday. Like, I watch every single game, obviously. You have to watch it all the way through, or else you're not a real fan. But that was disgusting to watch. Yeah, it just made... Uh, it, like, we're recording right after the game. So, I just have a massive headache. I'm just... It, it made me sick. It made me physically ill to, to watch the ending of that game. Like, it, it was over by the first quarter. Like, they were up 17 after the first quarter. And then, you know, Josh Adams scores a touchdown... It was 17 Our boy, our boy, our boy. Our boy, our boy. Our boy. Seven it's 17 7 at that point. And you're like, okay. And then the next possession. Eagles go three or the Saints go three and out. And you're like, okay. Alright, Eagles. You're making something out of this. And then they go three and out. I don't know if it was a three and out, but they they, they didn't do anything. And and then after literally after that, it was they did absolutely nothing. Let's talk about this later. I gotta gotta cool down. Yeah. Then uh you know, we got the Flyers. They're also frustrating to watch. Look, yeah. they, they had an overtime loss this weekend, which I was at. Very exciting game. They were down 5-1 in the third. Uh, come back to tie it up 5-5 and take the loss in overtime. Still a point, um, but we're going to get into what's actually wrong with this team. We saw how much of a spark that they have, especially coming back from down 5-1. to But what can make that continuously happen every single game um, during the game, I heard Fire hacks all chants all the way across the arena. It was almost a sellout nineteen thousand one hundred out of nineteen hundred fifty, <laughs> nine, yeah nineteen five. But let's get into that more. And then the Sixers with Jimmy buckets. You know, we're returning from a hiatus. I had some medical issues. I had to take care of. Sorry guys. Um, but Jimmy buckets with the game winner. Kemba Walker putting up sixty against us, which is unheard of. Well, yeah, that that was insane. But you know, props to the Sixers, um, and you know, props to Jimmy Butler. I mean, you know, he's been here with the team not even a week, and you know, in his first in his first home game, he, he scores twenty eight. That was huge. And then uh, you know, in the Charlotte game, he, first of all, that defensive play, insane. The block and then the save, that might be better than the game winner. Um, I mean, it was fantastic. It, it was incredible. And then to, and then to come back and hit that three, game winning three, it was just unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I mean. We're going to talk about that a little bit more, too. It was honestly, he's he's bringing a spark to this team. I think that he genuinely likes it here. That post-game presser where he was just talking about the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6ers thing, <laughs> yeah. that was pretty lit. But he does have a pretty sick fashion sense, man. I said. Oh, yeah, he did. He oh, did <laughs> after that game. Oh, my God. But hop on board. we got a lot to talk about and enjoy the ride. What you say, Chippy? Cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Philly sports experience. Alright, let's get in the huddle. And continue the aggravated assault that I'm about to lay out upon the birds. <laughs> okay. Not only I, I get it, half of our team is injured. It makes sense. We're struggling. Defensively especially. But this this Saints game showed us how much we struggled offensively. And Carson Wentz isn't without guilt. He's struggling. Yeah. He's I don't see I didn't see a single accurate pass leave that man's hand today three interceptions where was that last ball going to i know it was the last minute but where was that even heading hmm. yeah I mean it, it's hard to point fingers at just one person it, it really is no the it's the whole, whole team it is it is it, but i'm saying like you know how we've been hesitant to really blame him yes, for anything yes he needs to hear it like yeah I, I love him to death he's our franchise quarterback but you can't go out there and display a game like that and expect no one to say anything No, i'm not going to be that Tool bag that says "Oh, start Nick Foles." They're yeah. idiots. Yeah. No, you know you got to get better. You got to work on it, and you actually have to make something out of it. This is ridiculous. Yeah, they're underutilizing Golden Tate, and the way that they're using him, it just looks sad. Nelson Aguilar, he started limping. I'm not even sure if he's hurt or not. It was just mad, but I, I, I'm furious. Yeah, as you can tell, it's, it's it's it really is infuriating. I mean, you know, it's it's sad. It is. It's I'm, I'm just I'm really I'm just sad. Like I. I'm not really as mad as you think I should be, but I'm just sad because, you know, that that was just, it, it was embarrassing. You know, I, I know the Saints are the Saints. I know it was at home for them. But it shouldn't have been a 40-point route! Right. It should be 41. And... I expected to lose. Right. I'm not going to lie, yes. but I didn't expect to lose by that much. Yeah. and Right. And, you know, Carson Wentz, you know, we're, we're not, you know, we're not, this is, this is on you too, you know. Um just uh, the whole team played horrifically i mean you know the, on every aspect of the team and the, and that game was was horrible the coaching was horrible you know the quarterback play was horrible we't and run game was not existent the defenders on the wideouts didn't even turn to look at the ball they were kind of just hoping that they would bump them and for the best yeah I mean, we ran out of cornerbacks at the end of the game, I, I know, but like because <laughs> everyone got hurt <laughs> earlier in the game, yeah, yeah. but well, yeah, but in the last year last week was just the same thing, well, yeah, but I mean well, yeah, losing to the cowboys at home is more embarrassing than this loss, I know that's debatable, but mm. look like i I'm on medicine from the things that have been going on with me, and I can't even drink alcohol to <laughs> drown out my sorrows, okay yeah, it's tough, I'm sorry, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know... Just on Diet Pepsi right now. What, what am I, uh, John Daly? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, he's hurting, folks. Uh, we all are at this point. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing good to say right now. I mean, just disappointment, sadness, madness. I don't even know. <laughs> like, what else is there to say? Like... The only thing I'm – this season obviously is over. It is. Oh, know. then we're not making the playoffs. We're, we're not even – This doing. is the worst Super Bowl hangover in yes. the history of Super Bowl hangovers, and it's sad. Yeah. Like, I thought the Panthers, after they made it, were the worst when it comes to making it that far. Yeah. But we have displayed just – and you know what? The blame, it, it is all around the team, but no, not not only the team, the whole organization. Howie Roseman completely screwed up the trade deadline. We did not need a wide receiver. We needed defensive help. And all of these injuries are just proving that even more. Yeah, I mean, that that, that also, you know, you can make a case for it. I mean, him not doing enough. No, it's obviously a bunch of like it's, extenuating circumstances right. that are making it difficult exactly. to actually judge it. It's a bunch of different things that are just... It, it's making it really tough. And, you know, I mean... Okay, aside from all the moves that they made, aside from the injuries... You know the play calling is not is not been good, defensively no. or offensively. You know I'm I'm sick and tired of the screen passes on third and long. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of having third and long. Period. And I, I'm you know Carson Wentz was just it, he wasn't good. I mean he was inaccurate. You know Zach Ertz didn't play a factor at all in the Saints game. Um, you know Golden Tate's not being used enough. They're they're not running the ball. You know, the the one drive they they had that they scored a touchdown was because they ran the ball, and then after that they just they stopped. It, it was it, it was just so it's so weird to me. Like something's working, but you're not going to continue to do it. Like the run oh yeah, game, but they will. The run game was working, and y- y- then they stopped. And you know Carson Wentz wasn't having a good day, but they continued to put pressure on him and continue to make him throw the ball, which you can't do that. You know, and, and, you know, before this game, I, the, the biggest key to me was if you want to beat this team, which I didn't think they were, were going to anyway, if you want to at least make it a game, you had to keep that off offense off the field. Because that is their for, that is their bread and butter. Their defense, it, it's good. Like, they, obviously, they have a great rush defense, but their pass defense is not good. But the Eagles' run game was working, and mm-hmm. then they stopped. But... The biggest key to me before the game, like I said, was you had to keep the offense off the field because that is their that's their whole team, and they didn't do that. You know that it was it was you know th- like three and outs, or just you know short plays that didn't go anywhere that the defense you know knew was coming. It, it really seemed that way. Like the defense knew what was coming almost every play, and it, it was just it was frustrating and infuriating, and I, I don't know what else to say. I mean. I mean, the season's over. Uh, Just sad. I mean, really, it's just... (laughs) Super Bowl hangover, absolutely, 100%. You know, (laughs) they put a stat up in the middle of the game, and it was along the lines of how many minutes that the Eagles spent trailing the season so far. Last season, it was around 64, 65 minutes, somewhere between. This season has already been over 229 minutes, and that's (laughs) not including the 50-plus minutes that they spent trailing in this game. Wow. So... Well, 60 minutes, because they were drilling. Oh, no. No, no, 50-something, yeah. Yeah, You're right, you're right. Wow. Yeah. That's that's insane. Uh, I'm at a loss for words. Yeah, really? Honestly, there is no title for this team (laughs) this year. No. Uh, Like, you would think, you know, after the Cowboys lost, you know, they would come in with, you know, a little bit of chip on their shoulder, because they've been there before. You know, they've been in the other dogs before, and... N- nobody showed up at all. The only thing that they could hope for, and first off, I do want to say, like I'm not, I'm no fan of the Redskins, mm. but holy hell, oh. that was horrific. And I'm oh praying for gosh. Alex Smith and oh, his yes. family right now. Absolutely. I had to go into immediate surgery. That was unbelievable. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, listen. Even if it's against a rival, you never ever want to see that. You never want to oh see an injury God. like that. Like that's that's absolutely brutal. You know, prayers for him, and you know. Every, it's just yeah, sending 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 him the best. I mean, you know, that, listen, they 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 a good, they have a good squad. I mean, you know, but with with Colt McCoy at the helm now, it's gonna be tough. I mean, it's listen, gonna be tough for them. Listen, that's what everyone said again for the Eagles last year. I know, but it's it, it is different. But it, hey, it's you different. Never, you never know. You're, you're right. You're right. You, you never, never know. know. They do have a good defense, and they you know on top of it, their whole O line is injured. Yeah, that is so true. We yeah, it's can be tough for the Red team You know, it. like I am not saying like. Screw Alex Smith, but like you have to take that injury into account. Yeah. with they're, they're at the head of the division. Yeah. They could possibly slump. If they slump, we just have to win out our schedule, more or less. But well, I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening either. Well, we, we still have, we have the Giants next week, which should be. For a win, the love of God. I don't even know at this point if that's going to be a win. Uh, they <sighs> just beat the Buccaneers. They're only one game worse than us, Chip. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, they're one game worse. The Giants. The New York Football Giants are one game worse than us. Mm-hmm. I hate the Giants. I hate the Cowboy. I hate everyone in our division. But Chip, what do we do? Sardis. Yeah, I mean we're screwed. We're screwed. The season is over. Th- that's that's pretty Philly fan of you to say. But I, I'm, I, as soon as they scored their 40th point today, I said we're never going to win another Super Bowl ever again in history. Wow, that's bold. Yeah, but that's a very Philly Philly sports fan thing to say. It is. It is. It's probably not true, but... It's worrying, though. I mean... How do you go from being so good the year before... And it's not even like we had a ton of key losses. One of our losses just got arrested, like, (laughs) for insider trading. I mean, come on. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, our secondary is absolutely decimated. Three of our four starters are out. And then some of our backups are now out. I think Jordan Hicks got hurt. He did. So did Devontae Maddox. Devontae Maddox got hurt. Jason Kelsey got hurt. Uh, Maybe someone else. If I'm... I'm just... That game's a blur at this point. But... Injuries have been absolutely brutal. That is playing a huge factor. But we should still be able to maintain the game. Right. I get it's going to be tougher. And I get there's going to be more points given up. Yeah. But we should totally still be able to maintain the balance in the game. Where it's not... That should not have been a 40-point loss. No. That's not It should even be close. It should have been... 20 points, okay. You know, it, I we would still be upset, but it's not like... You know, but 40 points, like, come on now. That's... Even, like, even the worst team in the NFL wouldn't... That wouldn't happen. I mean, yeah, it'd get easy, but... Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I mean, get, come look, on. I, I... Look, who's the worst team in the league right now? Raiders? I mean, they just yeah. won. They just won. They beat the carton. Well, they both stink. But, I mean, dude, that's I pretty have, close to what would happen. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, listen. The, the last thing I want to say is this: obviously, the season is over, to me at least. And, uh, some people still have hope. I mean, listen. If they if they can win, if they can win out, that, that's that's phenomenal. But you know, all the scenarios. I mean, they lost to the Cowboys at home. They still have to play them one more time. They play the Redskins twice now. Alex Smith obviously out, so you never know with that. Um, you have the Giants next week at home. So, you know, with the way things are growing, you never know. You really any, – anything could happen. Yeah, it's it's honestly just um, – I'm going to hold out a little hope but just seeing this right now after this just crushing defeat. I, I just – I mean, not a lot of hope is left at this point. The last thing I want to say is this. If we don't make the playoffs and this – When we and don't make the playoffs. When we don't make the playoffs. And, the, and, and if this thing continues, I don't want the Eagles in the season to just say – Oh, uh, we we weren't good just because of the injuries. Because it's not, it's not just the injuries. No, there's there's a lot more that they have to fix. We there there are holes in this team. Are we seeing the Jim Schwartz from Detroit? We, I mean, listen, uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we are. Yes, hundred percent. Because the defensive play calling, even when we did have a healthy roster, was horrendous. It was. It wasn't. It yeah. It was. It's just not. It's not the same like you know he he's running the same he's running the same things and people are going to adjust that's the thing like we said this early we said this earlier in the season when they were losing to Tampa Bay and Tennessee you know the teams know you know if you run the same things for the for for years you know people teams are going to adjust and you have to adjust too so uh yeah i mean we are seeing him from Detroit and i don't know what they're going to do in the off season you know I mean, I don't think a team's going to want him for their head, for his head coaching job now. So I don't know. We we I don't know what we're going to do but something has to change. So either whether it be the play calling or like I'm seeing a seven and coach. nine, I'm seeing a seven and nine finish right now. Is that is that accurate? Well, listen, our hardest game left. Well, obviously, the well we Rams. have two hard games. We have the Rams and the Texans. Texans. We also have the Cowboys who pummeled us. Well, oh, you can't lose to them at home and say it wasn't a pummeling. It was. It's exactly what it was. It was. It was. Um, it, it, that now, was. We? We're four and six now. Mm! Yes. Uh, yeah, we're four and six. Yes, we're four and six. Honestly, dude, we still could lose the Redskins at, at, if in Washington. Please, for the love of God, don't say that. <laughs> he might. Don't say that, man. I, look, I don't. I don't want it to happen either. Look, I don't. I know their defense is good. Oh, but. Listen, I agree. I, seven nine, you know. It, it, obviously, it's not what you want, but hey, so We're not. Obviously, we're not beating the Rams. Texans, I doubt, because we're. I mean, we are at home, but I just. I mean, they're they're rolling right now. And the Cowboys at Dallas, where where we have played well for, for some reason, and then when they play us at home, they play well, which is weird. But I just don't see us winning there. And I then, don't know what it is, man. So how many? We're four and six. So there's six games left, right? Yeah. So there's two against Washington, one against the Giants, Giants one against Dallas, Dallas Rams, Rams, Houston, Houston. That's five. Wait, no. Redskins. Two against two against the Redskins. Giants. Giants. Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, Rams and Texans. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not the order, but that's how many. Yeah, games that's how many, many games there. we have left. Um. So yeah, I mean seven and nine. I guess would be ideal, but the, at ma- this the, point. the main question I have is what is going on with Carson? And you know, like, I'm not saying the people who say that he shouldn't be starting are out of their damn minds. Yeah. But I'm going to acknowledge the problem because there is one. Yeah, there is, and there there is. You know, he's he's been inaccurate, even though he's completed seventy-seven percent. I don't know what it is after this game, but I think he went like fifteen to twenty-five or something like that. Um, so you know he he's, he has been he has been inaccurate and you know it, it's different you know like the the throws last year or when the receivers are on the run and this year you know he's throwing them at their feet and they have to go down and get it and then that's it that's the end of the play you know he's not giving them a chance for yards after their after the catch that's what's different from last year that's one of many things different from last year but you know he he, ha, he has been inaccurate um you know the offensive line hasn't played well you know they're not giving him they are giving him some time, but, you know, it's just no one's getting open downfield. So, you know, the offensive line last year, they would give him time to, you know, move and, you know, throw the ball downfield. So, uh, the offensive line isn't doing that. Um, so, you know, that could be playing a factor. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, again, you know, I, I don't think the play, the offensive playbook has changed that much from last year. So, again, teams are adjusting to the play calls. And you know they're kind of they're kind of figuring out as the game goes on what the, what Tug Peterson going to call, so that could be playing a factor too. Um, but you know Carson Wentz, you know the, the at, inaccurate passes, it just doesn't seem like it's him, and he he seems off. Um, it's weird. I don't know. I mean he's still he's still mobile. I mean he doesn't room he doesn't move around that much anymore, uh, which you know did him make make made him a great player. So, you know, that could be playing a factor, too. You know, it's just it's a, lot it's of different, too much. It's a lot of different things, you know. Um, but, again, we have a lot of holes in this team. And, you know, we, we need to plug them in. Offensive line, we, we need help there. You know, we need a running back. We need a starting caliber running back. And we need to run the ball more because mm-hmm. we're not. And I don't know. It's just it's a lot of things that have gone wrong for this team that's just playing a factor. Okay. I, I think we have to leave the huddle, or we're gonna go berserk. Yeah. All right, let's break. All right, let's shift the lines and talk some fly guys. Also infuriating. <laughs> and no, no, I'm definitely not venting any of the anger from the game I just witnessed. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not talking about the Eagles game. Um, the Flyers game was actually pretty cool. Yeah, you actually, yeah, you yeah were... I, was, I was there on Saturday. Yeah. It was a good time. Um, they were down five to one in the third. Uh, they came back mm-hmm. five five. You see, gritty. I did see Gritty. I love him. He's amazing. He is a love of my life. <laughs> Don't let my girlfriend hear that. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's tough. There was a couple of penalties. Uh, well, the first, pe- the second penalty was clearly slashing. I, I could hear it, you hurt the stick. It was just like, oh come on, what are you doing? There's a ref right there. But there was an interference penalty called on Travis Konechny when it was clearly just a hit. It's a contact sport. Mm. That ref was just terrible. Um, after, after that penalty, I've never heard a crowd boo for so long. (laughs) Uh, that led to a five on three, they scored power play, they scored again, and that's what got them to the fifth goal. We saw that game that they have the potential, like, to be one of those spark teams that actually can dominate the ice. But they don't do it all the time. Yeah, There was a point in time in the second period where I was just like, are the, are the Flyers going to bring it down to the other zone? Are, are they going to do anything? <laughs> but it, the overtime loss is tough. They still got a point. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, Tampa Bay's not a, Tampa Bay's not a bad team. They're a good team. They so. are a good team. It's just, it should not have happened that way. Yeah, I mean, listen. Th- I heard a lot of fire hacks, stall chains. A lot <laughs> of them. Well, we've been, we've been hearing that for a while. But, you know, we've been saying over the last few games that this team has the potential, like you said, to be that that spark team, you know. But they just lost their last three. Well, I, listen, they, they were playing well before that. You know, they, they were on a win streak before that. So, I, I literally, again, it, I say this every week with the Flyers. They're young. They're inexperienced. But they have the potential to be one of the top teams in the NHL. It's going to come down to consistency. They have to be consistent. We haven't seen that with this team yet. There's a couple of times where, like, I'm looking at it and I see poor puck handling. Yeah. Travis Sandheim, he's a young player and needs to get the experience. Yeah. And it's not like he played super poorly. It's just there was there were times where he had the puck and he was just like, I don't think he had an idea what he was doing with it. Might be nerves. He's a young kid. They're yeah. they're, they're younger than me. I'm 23 and it's it's tough. Travis Konechny had a great game though. Two goals. Yeah, he's been um, playing pretty well. That was the first game with Radko Gudas back after an illness. Uh JVR is back, he scored yeah, a goal. He scored a goal, yeah. It's look, look at the Flyers in a positive light. They are a young team. Yep. They like you said, they're inexperienced and they have to learn to develop from it. I'm not super on the f- uh Fire Hackstall train, but if he can't develop these youngsters into yes. the players that they can be, yeah. what are they doing? Right. I didn't really see much from Nolan Patrick. Yeah. Where's he been? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, these uh these big names got to show up. I mean, and again, you know, if if you're not consistent in this league, then you know, there's there's really no point. I mean, um I think this team can be you know, where we want them to be. Um you know, it, I think it, they're a possible sneak into the playoff team. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's almost every year with the Flyers. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's it's just different. You know, this year, you know, we are younger. It, it was different last year. You know, we were we had that humongous win streak in that in that month, and then yep. we barely sneaked in. Um, so, you know, it's uh, I want to I want to see the best for them. I don't think it's their year yet, but. You do actually see that promise when you watch them play on the ice. Yeah. The only thing I wish they were more physical. They, they, the Flyers used to be the Broad Street Bullies, and I hate Jody Shelley, but it was exciting to watch him go out there just to fight someone for no reason. (laughs) Like that's the kind of stuff that the Flyers used to be known for, and I get that that's not Hackstall's thing, but that's the Philadelphia thing. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Simmons was trying to make someone drop the gloves for like ten minutes after that second penalty was called, and the dude was just like. He's being a little pansy about it. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. She's like, no, man, no. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, definitely, yeah. I I definitely agree with that. I mean, you know, like Wayne Simmons embodies what Philadelphia is. Yeah. Scotty Harton we used to embody what Philadelphia is. Well, again, the the that's you know he's a veteran guy. You know, I think it's gonna take time with these young guys to get that to get to be that physical player. Mm-hmm. Um, Provorov didn't look that great. Yeah, and I don't. You know. He's played okay from time to time. Uh, again, just it comes down with consistency. But I think it's going to take time. You know, they, they're still building building chemistry together. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it, it's you know th- these these long streaks of you know of them playing well and then them and then them playing poorly. Um. You know, hopefully it's just them building chemistry together and you know help and then just, the season they, is young. It is. It is. It's still very early on. Um. So. You know, it, it, there's a lot to look forward to with this team. You know, goaltending's still a problem. Oh well, what else is Calvin there? Pickard was. <laughs> what else is new with the Flyers? <laughs> Calvin Pickard was no, nah, no, nah, he was no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, and that plays a big part too. I mean, when are we going to see Hart? I don't know, man. I mean, I, uh, I hope shoot around right a little later, but I don't. I'm not really sure how he's doing with the. I haven't kept track. Yeah. I'm not so. gonna lie. I'm kinda of focused on the team that's playing right now. Um but I am mean, if he plays well, give him a shot. I mean you know, I know he's young, but I mean this whole team's young, so <laughs> I saw some interesting lines out there, but it was usually like in the midst of a change where mm. Puck was kinda of just in the zone where they were waiting for it to get cleared back down. Mm. Wayne Simmons played excellent, he had a goal too. Yeah. Um, it's looking positive. But they need to clamp down those wins. Yeah. And as, as exciting as it was and as fun as it was to watch them come back from being down 5-1. to one, Yeah. They didn't finish. They need it to finish. Yeah. I like. I love going to Flyers games. They're so exciting to watch. Usually yeah. I'm just sitting there quiet, like, watching exactly what's going on. Yeah. You're completely immersed into the game. And it's just so sad that they can't finish yeah. the job. Definitely. They need to hammer that nail into the coffin, yeah. but they can't. That's. It I mean, can't. listen, that, that's going to happen with a young team. Um, and, again, that's, that's something else they have to learn to do. You know, it, it's tough, you know, that they... Um, I think JVR coming back did have a huge influence gonna on the help. play. That's definitely going to help. Uh, he's been out since the second game. He's just coming back. He looks really good. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it that way, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, ha- have these veterans, have these veteran guys, you know, just keep teaching them the way and... Um, I don't know. I'm just you know, it's it's, it's exciting, but you know, oh, there's big, always that big shout out to Claude Giroux too. During that game, he scored his 700th NH- NHL, yeah. no, yeah. NHL point. NHL point. NHL point. Sorry, NHL point. It was um, just fun. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out. Yeah, uh, shout out to Gritty for just being the homie. <laughs> he was in the second level, like maybe a section over from me, mm-hmm. and he just came out with this pan and was like doing like the dun 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 dun. dun. It was <laughs> awesome legend. Those Google eyes are awesome. I <laughs> want a picture with Gritty so bad. You should have got one. I couldn't, man. I couldn't. Well, I wasn't going to get up from my seat during the game. I have to watch it. That's the price you have to pay. The only time I got up from my seat early was after they scored the fifth goal, and there was 30 seconds left in the second. I was like, I'm going to get a soda. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a low point, but hey, they came back and almost almost, almost took it all the way back. So, Shout out to the Wells Fargo Center for upgrading their upstairs bathrooms. As crazy as that is, (laughs) we've all been at the stadiums. We all know that you hate going to those bathrooms because they smell like uh, how the subway smells. Yeah. But they did a very nice job in there. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been there yet, so... I mean, there's a little bit more space between the urinals now for the men. I I wouldn't know about the women's room because I'm sorry. But... Me either. (laughs) It's clean in there. It's not disgusting. I give it two years. But, but yeah... (laughs) Okay, shout out to Wells Fargo Center. Shout out to Gritty, most of all. Yeah, true, legend. All right, uh, let's shift the lines back, and now we're back to normal. Still depressed. Yes, a little bit. Yeah. Okay, me too. It's I'm um, probably the rest of the well. Most likely the rest of the night. Yeah, if not the rest of the week. Um, so we want to crash the boards? Let's do it. All right, let's crash the boards and talk some Sixers. You know, Jimmy Buckets. How you feeling? I like him. I like it a lot. Dude. I like it a lot. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he he's, he fits exactly what we needed. Um, you know that obviously that game against Charlotte where he had that block, and then the game 23 was unbelievable. He had 28 points in the home opener or his home opener. So, and he and he likes it here. So. I think he does. And. That's going to be the thing that makes him want to sign. Yeah. I think he sees how passionate the fans are. Yes. I think he sees how much these young players actually want to develop. The one thing that is frustrating me about this team, though, is the Markel Fultz issue. Yeah. Look, I mean, as much as it's been positive, Markel Fultz is playing horrendously. Did you see that pump fake free throw? Okay, listen. Look, uh, the ball slipped. No, you have the yips. I don't have the yips. You have the yips. All right, listen. When was the last time he shot a three? No, not listen. When was the last time he shot a three? I don't know. Yeah, you don't know exactly. All right, here's the deal. He sucks. No. He does. Here's the deal. What? Uh, you're, you're one of these people. Why is everyone overreacting to the free throw? That free throw where it slipped. Because it did slip. All right, it did not slip. First off... First off, he hasn't just been playing poorly at the free-throw line. He's been playing poorly overall. Really? Defensively? I think, uh, I look, think defensively Chippy, his really shot good. looks terrible. Him and Drew Hanlon are no longer on speaking terms. Did you read that story yet? Yeah, I don't, uh, know, what? I don't know what the deal with that what is. What the deal with that is, he probably got PO'd at Drew Hanlon saying, dude, what is going on? Everything I taught you has just disappeared. And he's like, no, I'm just going to do it on my own and go back to my AAU coach. That you destroyed even, my shot. You don't even know if that's what happened. <laughs> no, well, it probably is. Well, you can't say that because you don't know. Oh well, I don't know. I'm speculating. I'm just an angry fan. You are. You I'm are not an fan. ESPN analyst. I'm an yeah, angry yeah. fan. Yes, dude. That free he's throw. a number one overall pick. Oh my god, I know that. Okay, I just want to start off with that free throw. It slipped. Okay, I don't want. I don't know why everyone is. And like, you're one of these people that's going to be on his side no matter what. No matter what evil he does, because I want him to play. He could him to blow up a continent, and you'd be on his side. Well, that's no. That would, that, <laughs> okay, that okay, was, that was a little. Fun. That was a little extreme. <laughs> <laughs> but no, listen. I want him to. I want him to be good, you know. And that it was. It, he it, the ball slipped. You can clearly see it if if you want to go right. Watch. Go ahead, because the ball slipped. It happens to everyone. It it slipped out of his head. Why is that very up? Oh, it, it he he pumps a free throw. He can't shoot. It's over. He's a bust. When was the last time he took a three? <sighs> okay, listen. Look, he's a, he's a three point shooter coming out of college. Where's his three? He, no, that's not what he was defined as. He was defined as a and driver. He could, sh- he could shoot a three though. Well, yeah, but he he can shoot a three now. He just doesn't. Why? He's more effective at driving the lane and passing the ball out of it. If it's if it's not, if he, he should still layout. be able to shoot an open three. And I haven't seen him do that because he's not open on three. Every single, every single opportunity he's had the ball behind the three point line, he's not open. Well, how often is he? How often is he open? Behind he should the three be point taking line. a few threes every game. Well, he's not, and he listen, should be. Listen, I defensively he's played well. I think he gets blocks, he gets steals. Okay, and he can drive the lane. I'll give him that. You, and he hustles. That's what I said way in the beginning of the season. If he does that, then I think the offense will come. Do you ever see him improving to a point where he is worth a number one overall pick? Yeah, eventually I do. Do you? Yes. I don't know about that. Well, okay, listen. J- I mean, Jason Tatum's not having a great year. Okay. Donovan Mitchell's not having a great year. You okay. know he scored 31 against Yeah, the I was Sixers. about to say. Um, But, you know, he's not having the same year he did last year. Right. You know, I still, I know it's still early on, but they, they're struggling too. Markel Fultz missed most of last year. Yes. He worked on his shot all summer long. Yes. Where are the results? I think it's going to take time. We've been saying that for a long time already. Well, like you said, he's only play, he played... He, he, how many games did he play last Band year? Fan bases are in... Like, they're very impatient with coaches after a bad year, for the love of God. Because he didn't play! Well, like, dude... If you come back after saying that you're going to work on your shot and come back shooting just as poorly, wh- what results did you show us? You got us all hyped up all summer long, and we got nothing to see. Nothing to show for it. Well, I, I'm still on board. I still like him. People are people are going to hate. I want him to do well. It's just, I, if it's never going to happen, it's never going to happen. Well, you don't know if it's never going to happen. You don't know that it will. He's also 20 years old. Oh, yeah, boo-hoo. You don't yeah. take a number one overall pick when you can't shoot. He could shoot. He can shoot. Hey, he was the consensus overall pick then, but yes. what he he was the, was the hell Jason happened? Over, he was the consensus number one overall pick. And if you were to say that you were, if you go back in time, you would have taken Jason Tatum, no, you wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't have. So, I, all, all the people who say that, no, you wouldn't have. Because Marco Fultz was the number one consensus overall pick. Well, we and got he's fleeced exactly, by the Celtics. And he's exactly what the Sixers needed. Where is he playing now? At that time. Where is he, he playing now? He's going off the bench. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, if that's w- if that's what it takes for him to continue developing, I'm all for it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll leave it at that, but I just don't see him developing into the point where he's a number 1 overall pick. He can still be an excellent ball player. Right. But that's what I- that's what everyone's going to look at. Is is it, you know, at the end of his career, you know, was he worth a number 1 overall pick? If he's not and he's still a good player, then I'm fine with that too because listen, the Sixers don't need him to be a superstar player. They don't at this point. They have Joel Embiid, he's a superstar. They have Jimmy Butler, he's number, he's their next superstar. Ben Simmons, he's developing into that superstar. He needs to actually shoot the ball like not just three-pointer but like he actually does need to develop a shot. He does, like, that's he that's does. a pressing issue. Listen, he does. And you know, again, that that could be t- but you know, we've seen he can play well without having a shot. And you know, he's still he's still playing well. He's still, like Now listen, the one thing about this team, and I'm just going to get off the Markel faulting thing because I'm tired of it. And I'm still with you, Markel, if you're listening. I doubt it. You are. Markel, but. I doubt you, but prove me wrong. Just like Nelson Aguilar right. did. Just prove, just prove everyone wrong, Markel, and I, I love you. And if you anyway, don't, I'll just be worse. Anyway, with the Sixers, especially Ben Simmons, the biggest thing is turnovers. Because t- right now Ben Simmons is turning the ball over at an alarming rate. Now there's some games where he'll give up, he'll have like one turnover, and the whole team will have like like seven or eight, and that's fine. But there's these games where just almost every other possession they're they're yeah, the ball off. They are. It's like like th- some of the passes they make, or just Muscala hasn't been playing too well either. Well. I mean, he has a nose fracture. I don't know if that plays, is playing a factor, but, I mean, listen, I like the way he, I like his game. So I, I like his game, but he just hasn't been playing super well. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, but, like, we need a good that. bench squad. We do. We do. And, listen, this team, this, this team is, I don't think this team is done making moves yet, either. I don't think so. There's, you know, there's a lot of guys we can go out and get. No, well, Elton Brand even said, I don't think we're done yet. I didn't Cause even. we have uh, a roster spot available right now. I didn't think that we would get Jimmy Butler. Yeah. That was Elton Brand swinging a power move right listen, there. Especially for the deal that we got it for. Robert Covington and Dario Šarić were two and a second round pick. Of, uh, all three of those pieces were very movable. Absolutely. I think it was a great trade. Yes. I think we definitely won out on it. And I honestly think that Jimmy Butler sitting out helped us get him that cheap. Well, yeah, definitely. I and mean, listen, listen. I know everyone, you know, had it, had their dislikes about Robert Covington. He's a good he's a good he's a good basketball player. He really is. You know, he he's, he, he, he obviously we know. He, I don't he, think that he was as good as, like, some people think he was, though. Offensively, like, he had his games. Yeah. But there were so many times where you he, go back to coughing the ball up, he would just yeah. cough the ball up. Yeah. Well, that was the whole team at that point. But, listen, he, you know, he was, he he was, he is, a, he's a good player. He's a good he, player, he but he's movable. And absolutely. And literally, we really, literally turned him into nothing. We, we turned him, he was nothing, and then we turned him into a, a solid player because he came from the G League and he D League at that he, time or D D-le- whatever D League he was. And we and you know, we turned him into a great defensive player and a somewhat decent offensive player. Yep. Um and and Darius Arch, you know, he had his games too, but again, he you know, he was inconsistent. You know, he started off very poorly at the beginning of the year. He picked he, it up. He picked it up a little bit. Um I think that also him picking it up helped us get that trade. Definitely. Definitely. And you know, I said this earlier in the season when we still had Darius Arch. When he was when he was struggling, it was just weird. He, he seemed off, but now now he seems fine. But this ha- this even happened last year too. Yeah. Like when he got into the lane and got an offensive rebound, he would miss layups and he would get the ball stripped away. Yep. After, for a turnover, and that that has happened. That has happened. That happened last year, and that that happened at the beginning of this yep. year too. I agree. So you know he learns. He needs to learn to fix that. Um. But again, he he's you know he I think he's gonna be a solid player in the league for, you know, the next ten years. So. Maybe not ten years, but no. um, he's gonna be a solid player, to uh, say the least. And then you know, I, but he, but Jimmy Butler coming to this team for that trade package yes. gives us exactly what we need to actually build around three people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we have a big three, and so long as we can re-sign Jimmy Butler, he even said it himself. He's not concerned about the money so much as he is that he wants to play there, right? And he just wants to win. Exactly. That's why you know the last two teams he was with, they weren't winning. That's why you know he, he had those outbursts because they weren't winning and people didn't the didn't. last team the last team was more or less like he was tired of playing with young players who right. just had who just didn't really care according to him had no drive. Right. I mean I don't know did he did he say that? Yeah. Some, it was something something like, along the line. Something along. I don't line. want to put words in his mouth because I love him. And but, I don't want to I don't want to say you know Carl Anthony Towns or Andrew Wiggins doesn't care because they obviously do but you know it, there I, was I guess, something there was something there it there was, was something m- just off. It was that. more than just what came out. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but you know, if he, you know, I don't think he's toxic to a locker room. I think no, something, something no, no, clearly no, no, happened. No no, 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 no. listen. He's a basketball player. He wants to win. You know that, and that should be the mentality of every NBA player. It, you just want to win. You know, and that, that, you know, that's what he wants to do. And, and this team, you know, f- he he fits exactly what we needed. And this team is just just wants to win. They don't care about anything else. They don't. They don't care about the outside noise. And that's, that's that he fits perfectly. You know, I was about to say, like, Jimmy Butler's personality is very Philadelphian. Absolutely. He wants to win. Yes. He's very feisty about it and yes. very vocal. I mean. And he's it, a gritty player. He plays defense. He gives you, you know, he, he plays really, really good defense. He's very well-rounded. He, he's a r- well-rounded player. It's just, he's exactly what we needed. And shout out to Elton Brandt. That, that was some big swinging moves, yeah, if you know yeah. what I mean by that. Brian Colangelo wouldn't have made that deal. Brian Colangelo's collars would have been touching the Brian ground. Brian Colangelo would have gave up, like, three first-round picks for him. Probably. And Robert Covington and Darius Sarge. Possibly, like, property. And also, shout to Elton Brandt for getting rid of Jared Bales's awful contract. Oh, my God. That was the best part of that trade. It was. Like, because when it first came out, it was just, oh, Robert, Robert Covington and Darius Sarge, And then, like, a, like an hour or two later. It was it's like, like, oh, and Jared Bales. Jared Bales is in the deal, so I'm like, I love you, Elton Brand. I've... Like the deal was great even before that, but they're just throwing that. That oh, was unbelievable. And we also got a big man out of it. Yeah, first round, back, pick, first, first round pick. First round pick. You know, he's. I think he's had a lot. Of, he, I know. I. He's, he's hurt injured. Now. He's, he's injured hurt now. Uh, I got think potential, but yeah, listen, he was. I think 16th or 17th overall pick. He was. Um, at a Creighton. Uh, he was. He was. He's seven foot. Uh, Solid backup for Embiid. Potential. Yeah. Maybe in a few years. Yeah, he could be that backup for. For Embiid, so, you know, I think that was a good get, too. I, I like the move. I, I want to see how it works out. And like yeah. I like you said, I want to see if that is the final move. Because I think if that's the start, I want to see the finish. Oh, yeah. Because I want to see the process complete. Well, there's definitely, well, listen, there's a few guys that I've personally heard. I mean, obviously, Kyle Korver has been mixed with the team. He's old. Um, but listen, he's a shooter. He's a shooter. He's one of the best shooters, three-point shooters ever. Um, you know, I've heard, I've heard uh, Caldwell Pope from the Lakers. Uh, he's a pretty good shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, just getting another you said th- we should sign him in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. S- yeah. Um, I don't think he's getting a lot of minutes in LA, so that's why, you know, I, I saw him that too. Um, But I think just getting another three-point shooter it would only help this team. Um, So yeah, I just, yeah, I think there's, you know, the moves aren't done yet. And I want to say this too. You know, even in the Charlotte game, yeah, you know, the last few games, it's weird. Like it's it's the same thing every game. Like the first quarter, we score like forty points. Then they come back, and then we score only like eighteen points in the second quarter, and then like twenty points in the third quarter, and then it's tied going to the fourth. Like that's happened the last like almost all year, almost all year at this. Kemba quarter. couldn't miss. Kemba couldn't miss. Oh my god! And but that that's been happening all year. I feel like like they start off really hot. You know they get cold and at, and then at the end they have to battle back and then you know they have to tie it and then either go to overtime or win on a game winning shot. Like you know that that's the thing. Uh, and, I, and I thought with Jimmy Butler, you know, that would kind of change a little bit. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's only been three games, but you know, uh, that's the thing. That's the thing I'm a little worried about with the Sixers. That you know they have to keep their foot on the pedal. Right. Like they start off hot, keep keep it that way. You right. Know, if, if you're up by 20 points going into this in the second quarter then team shouldn't be coming back from that like it, it, it can happen once in a blue moon maybe but it's happening almost every game at this point like 15 20 point leans, they're they're giving them up yeah so that's that's one that's one thing i'm concerned about um you know moving forward but i don't know this team this team yeah, you know they 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 have the potential to play really good defense you know ben simmons is is developing into a player that you know sh- should be playing Really good defense. Jimmy Butler obviously is a great defender, and Joel Embiid is a great defender. So, and and Markel Fultz is developing into a pretty solid defender. No, I'm sure that's all I'm going to say about that. But look, well, I didn't <laughs> say anything about his defense. <laughs> yeah, his, his shooting's my main concern. Yeah, that's everyone concerned because defensively he's playing pretty well. Look, uh, let's move away from the Sixers now. But we have some disagreements on Fultz. Yeah, let's just put it at that. I mean, I think I feel like the city is split between him right now. So he's got to win the rest we'll over, and I'm I'm in that other half. Yeah, you know it, it is what it is. But let's uh let's let's put the balls back on the rack. Let's, yeah. let's get back into the locker yeah, room. Yeah. But I do have one more college basketball thing to talk about. Okay, I am a huge Villanova fan. Oh, I am a huge Villanova fan. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> what the hell? Oh. How do you lose the Furman? All right. Listen, here's the only thing I'm going to say about this. They almost like half their team to the NBA. Okay. But Furman, Uh, okay, Michigan, all right, I get it. But it was was by 30, 30 points of Michigan. Jesus. That was a revenge game for Michigan. Let's be real. Come on. Yeah, but we won the big one. That matters. That's what I'm saying. That was a revenge game for them. They can have that. But listen, DiVincenzo, Brunson, Spellman, and someone else. And Bridges. And if you know that, that they were a huge part of that team, you know, you, obviously, and they, they were ranked number nine for a reason to start the season. Eight, off. The, you know, coming off a national championship, they were ranked eight. Sorry, they're coming off a national championship, and you're ranked eight. You, you know, the, you see why, you know, because they lost pretty much like half their team. <laughs> so and they lost to Furman. They lost a Furman, and that was like I, I don't think even know like nine the, points. I, or something I don't like even that. know where that is. I don't know where that is. I've never heard of that school in my life. Chip, Uh, listen, they'll be fine. They're obviously going to make the tournament, but it's just one of those, you know, it's one of those losses. Look, I mean, if I'm going to be 100% honest, one second, I I just got to pull up the stats from that game because, oh my goodness gracious, that was horrendous. (laughs) Um, No, it was an overtime loss. I just want to, side note real quick, I just want to say I played against one of the, players on Villanova Colin Gillespie. Gillespie. I played against them in, in grade school well I mean side th- note by th- the way this is a side note about Furman too they're 5-0 oh. okay after beating us um, what do you, what, like, what conference are they in or like... I, I, I'll get to that in a minute <laughs> I've never but heard of that in my life the entire time I was at Villanova they lost one home game wow like, one, no 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 one home game at the Pavilion they lost at the Wells Fargo Center to Creighton twice oh well to Creighton <laughs> By like a lot when I was there, but that was back. That was back in the day. Oh man, I'm old. Four years and they only lost one. Once at at the pavilion, at the pavilion, and it was the butler at the very last home game I went to as a senior before I I graduated. I remember that game. (laughs) I was furious, but they've already lost two at the newly renovated pavilion. Ooh. Yeah. Do you think it's a curse? Do you think Uh it's a curse? I mean, I might have to say it's a curse. No, it's not. I mean, listen, it's going to take time for them, you know, to readjust. I mean, if you lose, you know, four or f- five of your best players, or is it four four or five of your best players, you know, there's going to be adjustments. And then, you know, you're obviously you're not going to be as good as you were. I mean, it's going to take time. You know, I know, I know they have Quinterly. I don't know how good he's playing, though. He didn't play very much at all. Oh, really? I don't no, know I don't what's know. going on, but he'll transfer in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, I think Jay Wright knows what he's doing, but... Um, I'm not. I'm not too worried. I mean, it's it's still the beginning of the season. So Furman's in the Southern Conference. What is that? Uh, let's see. Who else is in that? I don't know. <laughs> Virginia Military Institute. Nice. <laughs> Chattanooga. There you go. They made the tournament. I think a few years ago. Uh oh my God. Season. Mercer. <laughs> oh yeah, they made, They beat Duke one year. Uh Huh. In the tournament. ETSU. They're there. Is that like I don't know. East, East Tennessee State or something? Like that? <laughs> I'm I'm furious. Solid conference. Samford's in there. Samford and WCU. So it's that like Western, West Carolina, West Carolina. But <laughs> look, no, it's, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, it's still beginning of the season. I think they'll be alright. Well, I I don't know if they're national championship no, material, but at this point, Jay Wright right? did say it's a rebuilding year, and at oh, first totally. I thought I thought he was kidding. No. I didn't think he was serious. you lost half your team! But we do have Antoine coming in next year. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, looking at the future, it's good. Mm -hmm. I think if Quinn early stays one more year, which I don't know if he will after this. Yeah, I don't know. I think we have a good future. This is Phil Booth's last year. This is Eric Pascal's last year. So that's two more big names that we're losing. Yep. Look, have your laugh now, Temple fans, because I I laughed at you guys a lot. So (laughs) I deserve it. (laughs) <laughs> and at that point, I'm going to end. Well, listen, Villanova's still red. Villanova. Relax, Villanova's still good. I look. They're I didn't say they were bad, but I'm right. just I'm mad that they lost. A f- this has been a bad week for me. Yeah, it has. It's been it's just been a rough week, period. Except for the Jimmy Beller, that great was, move. That was amazing. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, I do apologize about the hiatus that we had. Oh yeah, I had sorry. some pressing issues that I had to take care of, and I'm not going to say my fault because you know medical comes first, but um thanks for tuning in to us i really do appreciate it but we should be back on a weekly we will be back on, on a, a weekly, weekly basis, basis. Yeah. uh again my apologies to all <laughs> um to finish us up uh fantasy talk this week well yeah i mean Uh oh, i'm just i'm i'm just upset i don't i know i know <laughs> Uh, But, listen, the last podcast we did have, I said my sleeper was Traycon Smith, and he went off. He went off. (laughs) And he had a touchdown the week before, too, so. Uh, This week, in my 12-team league, I'm beating someone who has one player left, 166.2 to 58.1, and I still have Travis Kelsey to play tomorrow. Wow. I'm just saying... That's a lot. (laughs) The kid's on a seven-game win streak. I just checked, so. And they only scored 50 points? 58 points? Yep. He's got Dalvin Cook going right now, and Kareem Hunt left. And, you know, maybe he's just having a bad week, but I can't say that because you had Russ Wilson with 18.6 and Lenny Fournette with 22.1. But Amari Cooper kind of crapped the bed at 6.6. Corey Davis kind of crapped the bed, too. Mariota got hurt. Mariota did get hurt. I, I already have my sleeper for next week, too. Oh, who is it? Colt McCoy. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Colt McCoy. Because, obviously, we talked about it earlier. Shout out to Alex Smith. You know. Feel better, bud. Feel better. I am so sorry. It was terrible, terrible, terrible injury. And, you know, I, I, saw, I also heard a thing that uh, it was like... Th- Like, 33 years ago to the day is when Joe Theismann had his... He tweeted about it. Yeah. He said, this is exactly what happened to me. Yeah. Uh, To the day, which is insane. (laughs) Remember that, you know, remember that Morris Taylor play and his, like, completely came off? (laughs) Look, I saw the Twitter... Like, I I saw Alex Smith was carted off. I was like, oh, crap, what happened? And I saw the video. I was like, oh, my God! When it happened. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But, hey. Hey. All right. Sleeper. Colt McCoy. Calling it. Uh... I don't even want to pick a sleeper this week, Chip. Well, let me think of another one for you. No, I mean, like, let me think. There's definitely one. It's just hold on. Um, let's uh, let's think. Let's think. Who do we got? I want to go with uh. Next week, let's go with Chris Carson. Chris Carson, okay. Look, he's back. He's healthy. He's gonna have a had, big game. Had a decent game. Twenty last plus week. points next week. Okay, Let's just go with that. I don't know. I don't know about twenty plus points for Colt McCoy, but listen, if you're I love McCoy. if you're in desperate desperate need of QB, there you go. I remember him in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Could you imagine being the Texas quarterback and your name is Colt? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Probably got so many girls. Probably. Oh well. All right. Well, we'd like to thank you again for tuning into the bandwagon. Uh, Ryan Michaels again here for Phillies Nation. You can follow me under Ryan Michaels um, eighteen under pHlsportsnation.com for Phillies Nation, Christopher Tiernan under Eagles Nation. Uh, follow us on Twitter at PHL the Bandwagon, also on Facebook under PHL the Bandwagon. Uh, we share updates anytime any big trades happen regarding yep. Philadelphia sports, any big news. Yep. Um I was I, I almost tweeted out about Alex Smith being like, dude, I am so sorry, but yeah. I didn't I didn't know if that was socially acceptable, because I was like, oh my god, that is horrible. But, hey, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, The next stop, hopefully we have some positivity, and not yelling, and not being mean. We'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, you know, you could also message us if you hate us. Yo, let us know, man. Yeah, Yeah, send us some feedback. I kind of hate myself. But, it is what it is. Just you know, just tell me. You know, you don't. You haven't even seen my face, but if you think I have a punchable face, you are probably right. And I want to hear about it. I definitely have a punchable face. No, so. I have a very punchable. Are we going to get a fight about in about who has more punchable more, face? Punchable face? <laughs> we can debate about that. But all right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you at the next stop. Hope you enjoy.